But you know what, Josh? I did have something I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Did you? Uh, I heard a little, a little birdie told me that you kept watching Deadwood. After Ooh. Our... I told you that. You asked me. Little and I told birdie you that. bird. Yeah, that's what I call you. I call you little birdie. <laughs> yeah. Cool breeze birdie. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was like, you didn't I, know that? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's our nickname for you. You didn't know that, little birdie. Little birdie. <laughs> cool breeze. Yeah. Yeah. Little birdie are... comes in on a cool breeze. Right. Our precious little birdie. That's what we say. We say that every time you walk into the bar or like right. you meet up with us or Here's something. Little birdie. Say. Yeah. We You're, just oh, kind of like nudge each other. You guys feel a cold breeze? Here comes little birdie. <laughs> yeah. Cool breeze flying in. <laughs> yeah. So you started watching it. I kept watching it. Yeah. So it was, in fact, this is our first official binge. You know what I'm saying? Because the show name. Yeah. Why, I'm not why is your I'm face not, like that? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm starting to just feel it less. Oh, see, wow. this is blasphemous. This is some blasphemy here. I'll, I'll give it. I mean, one thing that's a few things that stood out, like you, you were talking about how it's poetic. I don't get that from the first episode. Okay. But once you keep watching it, like you notice everyone has like their own short little monologues all of a sudden. What's mm-hmm. his name? Uh, Seth Bullock. They all do it. Like where they're just by themselves. Even Calamity Jane does it. She's out in the woods with the guy with smallpox and they'll have their own small bit and they'll speak in a kind of poetic Western way with enough uh, profanities in it that it's like interesting. Like it's not like you're full of yourself kind of way, which is cool. But then the story, I don't know. Now it's just getting long to me. I'm like, all right. Like Bill Hickok was an interesting story and I thought something was going to come down to him and Swearingen something. And then he just dies because of that asshole, which I, I'm sure is the actual story. Is that the actual story about him? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know how it actually goes down with him. Wait, you don't know how it actually, oh, how I mean, Hickok I mean, actually died? died. Like I actually, think it was something, I think, yeah, yeah, Hickok, I think Hickok did die that way. Yeah. And I, I do want to, I don't want to go too far into spoilers, I guess, for the yeah. show. But I mean, the show came out in 2004. On. That's true, that's true. <laughs> so Hickok is playing poker. And somebody comes in and shoots him in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's what happened. And just the style of, you know, Western and the lawlessness, that made sense. I was like, they were yeah. building up his story to where there was enough mystery around him. It's like, yeah. oh, there's still more. You know what? You know what you could relate this to? Stark. The Stark death in uh, Game of Thrones. It's oh. almost the same thing. It's true. It is similar. Like, they kind of build up this good character. And then it's like, I do remember thinking after he died... That I was like, well, that guy was like one of the main characters of the show. How do you go on? Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's true. Yeah. It's like the same scenario where it's like this like noble, like regal sort of like character that everyone is like, everyone's looking up to everyone's, you know. Yeah. He's just like, of. he, I mean, at this point in his, at whatever point in his life, he's at the end of his life, I guess, mm-hmm. where he's, he's in Deadwood. He just has this air about him where he's just like, he's figured his himself out kind of. And he's right. just like. Yeah, he's just like the most noble character in a weird way, mm-hmm. which is crazy because he's supposed to be this crazy wild outlaw. Right, but he does seem the most, and he's the like most cool and like collected and level-headed character too. Yes, like he's like the veteran there. Yeah, and, and then everybody in the show is always like either looking up to him or like hating him from a distance in a way that mm-hmm. makes you just be like, yeah, that guy's cool. Yep. Yeah. So, how far did you get after he died? Oh, I'm, I'm probably like episode nine now. Oh, okay. I don't think I'll watch. I mean, depending on how it ends, I'm just not. I don't know. I'll probably watch. How many seasons are there? Three? Five? There's three seasons the and a movie. Season. You yeah. won't watch the second season? I, I don't know. Like uh, Timothy Oliphant, the what's his name? Bullock? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of him. Like, are you pissed off? Or, like, who are you pissed at all the time? <laughs> you're just so mad. I can't tell who you're he trying to help. He has a temper. Yeah, he, do, he does have a temper. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm just over him. I'm like, yeah. God, man. I will say, I'll just tease some names. There are, you do get your, you get your Wyatt Earp. Later on, you get mm-hmm. your, 
you get some people, interesting people to roll in. But Kristen I do kinda, Bell was in there for an episode. Yeah, really? so I actually, oh, yeah. I started watching it again too. Yeah, after you brought it up, oh I, I binged a bunch of. Episodes. I'm gonna have to watch it now. <laughs> yeah. When she showed, I was like, oh shit, there's a. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, people show up. Right that weirded me out though because whenever she showed up, she looked really, really young. But mm-hmm. apparently, she's supposed to be like 29 or something, which is weird. Oh, but yeah, part of on, her in the show. Yeah, but oh. part of her thing is she's pretending. Yeah. To be really young. I like that. Basically. That was a good change up. Yeah. That was a cool uh, episode. I, I really like the doctor. I oh, like the doctor. Oh, the doctor's great. The doctor's yeah. the shit, man. Yeah, he's great. What'd you think of the uh, the preacher storyline? The preacher storyline. With the, the, uh, the reverend. Uh-huh. The guy who like kind of was having starts seizures. out really weird and then he uh-huh. starts having seizures. It turns like out a, he's got lesions. He's just like, like, is that a thing of God? And that, and that's like, I, I love the doctor's line. It's like, or the doctor's telling you to rest, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Doctor's my favorite guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, what's her name? The, the Jay? widow now. Oh, um, and the kid, Barrett, Mrs. Barrett. Yeah. Or Garrett. Mrs. Mrs. Garrett. Garrett. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I think the story's probably just not progress. Like, uh, how many episodes is that first season? I think you're getting up. I think it's you're like probably close. Yeah, if it's to, to, well, then that's where because I'm like, what? I, I'm still nine episodes in, and I'm like, yeah. What? Well, the whole the Assuming the way that, that the show some, progresses is it it is trying to show the progression of Deadwood the town and as it, as it moves along and kind of mm. all the characters in it. Um, and maybe that's why I'm I'm also just not a big Western person. So and yeah. I get it's you know very Western oriented, obviously, mm. and it's probably yeah. more realistic. It is. That's the other thing I forgot about that was just like, I actually really liked or appreciated how realistic it was. And like, you know, like with the plague coming through. The smallpox. And and they they threw that guy. I'm like, I'm sure that's exactly how it was. Yeah. And I appreciate it for that. Uh, So you're not not even, I think in season two is whenever he, uh, Swearingen gets a, uh, he gets a kidney stone. Oh man. And that was the most painful episodes of TV I've ever seen in my life. It's just like, I couldn't, I could barely watch it. And it's not even that graphic. It's just like his acting is so good in that stuff that it just convinces you that he is in the most immense pain possible. And then the way they deal with it is also, uh, oh gosh. He's definitely a character. I want to phrase this right. I like his character (laughs) and that I I feel bad in a way because he's like this obviously smart villain. Mm-hmm. For, like too smart for his time because he's got these minions who are just a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah, it's that kind he of sees great. through everybody. Yeah, he just sees through every single person. And I love it, and it's really, and that's why it makes it really cool when he comes across another character that's smart. Because yeah. then it's like he, because um, then it's like okay, finally he has somebody else he can like talk to, basically. But I, the reason I brought up that preacher though, the Reverend, is uh-huh. because I thought that a really good part of Swearingen's like character development was when, because Swearingen reveals that he had a brother that used to have like seizures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you got to the episode, I think you did, where Swearingen's like standing up on the balcony and he like looks down and he sees the preacher just having a bunch of trouble in the street, basically, like not knowing where he is, stumbling yeah. around. And Swearingen like, it zooms in on his face and he's actually got like tears in his eyes and stuff. He's like having trouble watching it. And you're like, that's the first time I've ever seen, I would never would have expected to watch Swearingen cry at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. But he covers it up pretty well. It's just like, I don't know, it's just really good acting. But um. Yeah, Ian McShane does a good job. Yeah, but that's yeah. cool. I'm glad you at least gave it. Uh, you know, you went longer on it. Yep. Been longer so, than I saw. So none it. of us went back to Doom Patrol then. Nah. You know, I looked. Well, no. I looked up <laughs> Doom Patrol on Rotten Tomatoes, and it has a really high score. Yeah. So we're probably missing something there down the road. Yeah. But you know, live by the binge, die by the binge. You know? 
That's right. We one episode, and that's all you get. <laughs> that's all you get, baby. <laughs> so yeah. let's go ahead and kick off the show. Welcome to Binger Cringe. My name is Cassidy Bolin. I'm your host today. With me, as always, is Jake Lunn and Josh Eisma talking about Deadwood and uh, his event- eventual departure from the one of the best shows of all time. Just giving up on it. Like yeah, it's nothing. That's just cool, throwing you know. our us under the bus, the show. You know, it's fine. I gave it a good old college <laughs> try. Yeah. Nine episodes. I'll probably finish it. I mean, it's only three seasons, you know. Yeah, Might as well just give not, it. It's not that. And much. the movie, movie's got like what ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why Ooh. we keep bringing up Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's yeah. this all like all it's usually a pretty good way to gauge yeah. if something's gonna be if something has a good chance of being good. Yeah. Do you um do you look up? Okay, so for me, I don't look up the show at all before we start watching it. Like, oh, I guess we could talk about our process a little bit yeah. since we haven't done that. Yeah. So, and I also I need to mention that the show. The premise behind the show: We watch one episode, and we decide if we're going to continue watching the show based on this episode or not. Binge or cringe? You binging it, or is it too cringe to continue? Um, my way that I go about it is I don't, I don't do anything before I watch this episode. So I just go into every episode blind. That's what I do too. Okay. Yeah. I do, do that too. Okay. I look it up after. <clears throat> I do too. Yes. I I'm careful about. I I do look it up after, but I'm try. I try to be careful about too much analysis because mm-hmm. I don't yep. want it to be like, you know, completely. Because I feel like sometimes TV shows intentionally make things not obvious, and sometimes you're not meant to catch it right away, right? Yeah. But sometimes the analysis, like just the way the internet is, they're like they want to catch everything because they want people to click on their articles and stuff. So right. I do try to be careful with that. This so. is like a really big one where after I watched it, I wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. Like I wanted to, cause there's a lot of stuff that's historical in this that, and it blurred the line of like what's historical and what's real because it was so well done. Um, but, and I wanted to look at reviews because I knew if I went to Rotten Tomatoes and looked at, the critic score and the user score, it was going to be very different. And it was. Oh, really? I didn't even look yeah. at that, but that's yeah. a really good point. That's what I noticed, too. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was going to be a review bomb So from from users because of all the racist people out yes. there. So that's exactly... So as soon as I started this and I realized what was happening in the intro, mm-hmm. I said to myself, I said, oh, I remember why this show was like talked about like crazy when it came out. Ah, um, yes. So basically the show opens in the middle of the, well, so the show opens and there, and it's like a black and white movie. If you guys remember like a TV show or like yeah. very old, like silent film, the kind of silent film where like it's playing on the screen and then somebody's sitting next to the screen with a piano, like playing the piano for the music. Yeah. Like that old. Um, and in the old, in the film, it's kind of interesting because it, it immediately starts portraying a um, kind of flip from what you would expect from the 1920s, which was you you see a guy being it's like it's like an old western like sheriff thing, and you see mm-hmm. a guy being chased down by a sheriff. Um, the sheriff is wearing an all black hood and everything, and then the um, the character that they're chasing down is wearing like all white, and then like the they catch the guy. 
and like he takes his hood off and it reveals that it's like a black sheriff which was unusual for like the way that the film like portrayed that whole situation was just kind of very unusual for back then right yeah. Yeah, um, it was 1920. Yeah, 1920. 21. Yeah. Specifically. So it was just kind of an interesting like way to open the show where you're like, huh, something is something's off about this, right? And mm-hmm. then it it kind of pulls back from the screen, shows the movie theater where um you've got um I I believe it was the main character, right? The kid? Um you know what? So I don't remember. So like the the girl that was playing the piano. Uh-huh. Um I think she no, because she di- she dies, right? She does die. Yeah, yeah, she dies during this. So it pulls back from the screen. It reveals that they're in a movie theater. Yes, you got the kid. You, a kid's watching alone with both, with his mom, essentially. Right. Um, yeah. And then it kind of keeps pulling back, and then you realize they're in the middle of the Tulsa um, massacre in 1921. Right. And so a couple things. One, that sheriff that was depicted, or marshal that was depicted in yeah. that was supposed to be based off of the very first black marshal in, I believe, the United States, which is really? kind of cool history there. Okay. Yeah. And if you don't know what the Tulsa Massacre... Bass, Bass Reeves was his name, is what Bass, I have. Yes, that's yeah. right, yeah. And the Tulsa Massacre was basically a bunch of white people um, raiding a black town and killing, you know, uh, I want to say like 40, 30, 40 people were killed in it. Yeah, but it, it was an insane thing. So, like, yeah. what was happening in the show was very real for what was happening. Like, literally, people, like, these people got in planes, flew over the town, were dropping dynamite out of the planes. Like, it was it, it was truly, a it, like, horrific massacre. Yeah, um, and apparently this, so I actually went to Wikipedia and, like, read about it afterwards because yeah. I had, I'm, I'm a white guy. Obviously, you can hear my voice. Um, <laughs> I hadn't even heard of this. And apparently this had not been public information for many years. It was covered up. Yeah. And then it was never. Yeah. And then, you know, living in the United States, it wasn't taught in most schools, I think. Right. It wasn't taught in mine. So, yeah, it was something that I learned about, but I learned about it in adulthood, not when I should have learned about it as a kid. I want to say 1996 is when it was first like public became like they were allowed to tell about it in uh, schools in Oklahoma, I think. Um, so yeah, insane. Um, but the, st- the story, there's a lot to the story. I'd recommend just someone look it up if they want to know more about it, because I'm oh, not going to yeah. butcher the story of how it all played out, mm-hmm. but it ended in basically the destruction, most, the destruction of a town. And I thought that was interesting. These three shows we've watched, there's all been like these old timey, we've watched like a Western now uh-huh. and, uh, <laughs> Doom Patrol was like old timey. Like they they went to a town, destroyed the town. This one, yeah. the town gets destroyed. There's so many reoccurring themes in these first episodes, and I'm noticing it's pretty interesting. Like the origin stories that develop are uh, similar in all of these. Yeah, that's um, true. It's uh, you're right. Yeah, it it is kind of some similar stuff. It's a lot of, and you know, that's kind of. Um, a lot of I feel like TV shows now do have like throwback stuff too. So like mm-hmm. I think you you tend to run into that a lot. Yeah, I liked. Um, so yeah, the whole intro I liked a lot. Um, something else that they did, I can't remember what the name of this episode is. Do you remember the name? Did you write that down? Watch over this boy. No, that's no, not the that's name not. Of the it was a sure. it was a good yeah. name. No, it was longer oh. than that. It was like. Uh, it was like something with a comma in it. Oh, what was it? Oh, here it is. It's summer and we're running out of ice. Yes. Oh, yep, that's yeah. right. And I, I like that title. 
and I liked what they did with the title. Yeah. You remember seeing it on the screen. It was just mm-hmm. like painted on something. Yes. I, like, I really liked great. that. Yeah. Um, with mm-hmm. the kids standing there. It was, and it's like, yeah. it was so kind of, it was kind of weird. Cause it was just like, this is kind of like an origin story, but it was a very real thing, like yes. a real event. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that he's just standing out there, he's like looking at his burning town and then behind him in like a big yellow font is the title of the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he like turns around and walks through the title. I thought that was really cool. Right. It's a, it's, um, it's like a classic origin story, like, oh, the bad guys killed my family and destroyed my town. It's like a Dungeons and Dragons origin story, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, orcs invaded and destroyed my town, and now I'm walking away. But this was like a real event of that and him walking out of the town. I thought it looked great. I was a big fan of that intro. Yeah. No, it was great. And it, and just the way that it was, you know, the way the intro was also just presented, because, you know, it follows this kid and um there's a lot of like pretty cool unbroken shots of the kid coming out of the uh theater and then they basically they hide this kid in a box and then they send this car out of town and that's kind of how they get away right right and yeah the uh watch over this boy was kind of the titular like this is the character that you're gonna see later Mm-hmm. And then we skip to the present day, basically. Yeah, I think it's I think it's literally 2019. So I think it was yep. like whenever the show was filmed, 2019. Yeah, um, I have a note that they were playing. Uh, this old country boy was driving. So you it cuts to this old country boy driving around, and it's he's listening to Future, which uh, is a oh, artist that I okay. like. <laughs> <laughs> and so he gets pulled over by a police officer, um, who is. Wearing a yellow mask. Yeah, he's wearing a yellow mask and basically only showing his eyes, which at the time, like watching it now post-COVID, when I first saw that, I thought, oh, was this made like... That's what I thought, too. Short enough time after the pandemic started that they had this as part of that, but that wasn't it. It's actually a completely different reason, but that threw me for a second just because of that. Yeah, same. And so he wants to basically search his car. I forget... um, I forget why though. Oh, he sees the Rorschach mask. Yeah, in his yeah. glove department. So yeah, he glove tells him to. It's it's you know again it's kind of an interesting thing where it's like it's it's uh, white you know this white country boy gets pulled over by a black cop wearing the mask and then it's like the opposite of what you normally um, you know the typical like like white cop white racist cop pulling over a black guy, it's like the roles are somewhat kind of reversed. I think on intentionally it's like trying to kind of highlight that a little bit yeah. with this. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the, the, the cop goes back to his car, gets in the car and starts phoning basically, or gets on the radio with his headquarters and starts basically reporting about what's going on and trying to get his gun unlocked. Yeah. Because in this world, the cops have their guns locked. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that is true. Yeah, and it's which is crazy, which is another kind of interesting thing where it's like, and they kind of allude to this a little bit later, but there has been some major, I think, moves towards um, like anti-racism in this world, more mm-hmm. than like what we have in our world, right? So like part of that is like the... Um, they they reference it later, but it sounds like there were reparations from the president. Yeah, they called uh, them uh, redforations. Redforations. And I couldn't tell if it was meant to be like the he kid. Was, the kid not being a yeah, this little that's kid what I said it, too. and I was like, "Is this? His? Is he just being a dumbass?" Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. No, but I mean, they do say that later, right. um, where 
they they hint it's like a very quick hint at the dinner table that there was a president redford mm-hmm. which oh, so that made me that think would be oh yeah. there was um yeah there were reparations that's that's a good i like that yeah <laughs> it was a, and it's a very like it's something you could easily miss too yeah um but yeah, so apparently there there was some sort of like race reparations, and then um, there's now we're kind of in the midst of this race war, is what it seems like. Um, and so what happens with the cop is he gets in his car, he's like basically begging this other officer to unlock his gun for him because he knows that this guy's dangerous. Right. Um, finally, his gun gets unlocked, uh, but the guy in the car gets out and shoots him with a like an Uzi or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. I don't know. I, I like the whole scene. I like the, have what they do like uh, in this entire show where it's just like playing with your prejudices. Like you're yes. not sure what is what and like what's happening. Um, but it was good. Um, it was clear that uh, the cop was in the right there, but you wouldn't have known. Like right. it was hard to tell what was happening, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I definitely played with that a lot. It was like playing with your expectations a little bit and like what you're used to, the norms of your world because this is a very similar world, but it's just almost like there were some divergent paths. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think, um, there is a name for this where it, it, it's based in reality and then it takes a divergence from, uh, you know, what actually happened. But right. And then, so we do find out that, um, the guy in the car was a member of the group called the Calvary, Oh, yes. Which the Calvary is the first part spelled with a K, so it's obviously (laughs) supposed to be like the KKK. Um, And they all wear these Rorschach masks. Mm -hmm. So another thing that I think we might be missing from this a little bit and probably gets explained more later is that I think this takes place after the original Watchmen comics. Oh. So I think like Rorschach, Comedian, like all that stuff happened, I think. I think so too. Because that's like when they were at one point in the show, they're playing that uh, that like movie thing. Yeah. And they were like showing all the old superheroes or watchmen around the table. And yeah. It was, like, like, doing, like, like a cool like anime intro kind of. Yeah. Thing. Like, like it was like a, something that happened in the past. Yes. And that's probably another reason so many like so reading all these dumbasses comments on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It was like people being pissed off that the show wasn't uh, true to its source material. But it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard to know if that's really why so many people were pissed off. I, you know, anything that, anything that's even remotely controversial, people are going to be pissed off about it. So, um, it was interesting to see. I, yeah, I really liked the intro. I liked that they didn't have an intro. You know what I mean? Like a standard, like, uh, that's true. Yeah. They didn't have no like intro. a musical, which I'm curious this if that's what I'm saying. No later. intros. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it, good. It worked out too. There was yeah. never, there was no like late title card or anything right. in there. So it keeps you engaged. Yeah. Like, especially like today. Like if you have a long intro, you people are going to be on their phone. People are going to check out. You're sitting at home. Just leave it out. Um, and if your intro can't add anything to the show, just don't do one. Yeah. Why do you it? Know? Yeah. It's don't, don't pull a doom patrol. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Just don't have one. So we cut to the, uh, school scene and this is where the kid was talking about the red fredations um and we meet another character uh what was her name this is lg 
I wrote her name down. I like that they didn't tell you these characters' names until much later in the show. I'm also very uh, bad. Angela. Are we talking about the character or the actress? The, the uh, character. character. Uh, Angela. 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 Yeah, it's good for the show. It's bad for me taking notes because I put her name somewhere in my notes, <laughs> but it's <laughs> yeah. like towards the end. But yeah, so they introduce her and she's talking about how she got shot, which is kind of a little foreshadowing of what her character is going to be. Um, yeah, it also gives a really good indication of what the, like, the relationship, like, basically what the power dynamic is in this world between cops and this um, sort of racist terrorist group where, you know, part of the reason that they're all wearing masks is because they're all hiding their identity, almost like a secret yeah, society kind yeah. of instead of. The cops are more afraid of the clan or the, what are the Calvary. The Calvary, yeah. Than the Calvary is of them. I mean, they're, I guess they're all scared of each other, but yeah, the Calvary seems like they don't give a fuck. Yes, the Calvary is at least, they're powerful enough of a yeah. terrorist organization to where they will go out and like, if they know who a cop is, they will go out and kill him, yeah. right? Which is another interesting like twist on this because it's like, you know, you look at modern day and right. it's like, well... <laughs> the white supremacists of our modern day are all like, yeah, pro cops. You know what I mean? Right. And then this, in this world, it's almost kind of twisted around in a way where like the white supremacists are killing the cops. It's sad to say, but in this, in this Watchmen world, it, a lot of it makes more sense to me than our it does. actual world. And that's what kind of makes it scary. Yeah. yeah. Is it, it, it almost like, I almost kind of want to say like, it's like, it seems almost like it could have been in the future, like the near future yeah, instead of yeah. modern day. You know what I mean? Right. Or, or if just after the um, Tulsa uh, massacre, if things took a logical, like took the right path instead of the path that they took in modern day, which is they just covered it up for, you know, yes. 20 almost, years. It, it, yeah. It, almost if, if a, if stronger steps had been taken against right. white supremacy, I guess. Yeah. And the kind of, yeah. And so this is like, in this world, it's like, they've just, the other thing that scares me about this, in this show is that the white supremacists in this show are smart uh-huh. in a way that white supremacists in the real world are, they're all dumbasses. They're stupid. <laughs> yes. So, so like that, that's also kind of a scary element to this. Is that like, you know, later on in the show, I won't go too far ahead, but like they do some smart stuff that uh-huh. makes me go, oh, my God. Like they're actually dealing with like a smart organization here, which is yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. So she's uh, bas- so the teacher's basically what was her name again? Angelo. Angela. Angela. She's basically giving a lecture to these kids. I really liked when she broke those eggs and it and put it in the tray and it looked like the Watchmen logo. Yes, the that smiling. Was, that yeah, was good, that was really, really good. good. Um, there were lots and lots of little nods to the source material and Watchmen universe. Yeah. Um, a lot that I'm sure I missed because I saw the show or the movie way back, never the comics, so I'm a dumbass when it, it comes to Watchmen It's so interesting, content. yeah, to see, because like, I also did not watch, did not read the comics, just watched the show. Mm-hmm. And to see, you know, like they, they highlight a lot of things with yellow, like those masks are yellow, yeah. like a lot of the set piece I like yellow the subtle, in it. Yeah. And it's like, I recognize that as Watchmen, you know what yeah. I mean? Just having watched the movies, which was cool. It's nice, the subtleties are really nice because it's like, you don't get those in like a Marvel product. It's just like banging you over the head of like, oh, this is Iron Man. Like, yeah. here's the thing. Oh, he's gonna say something burp, burp, funny. Burp, burp. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, a couple little kids get into a fight, and she basically has to take the kid out. And it, I guess it's her kid, 
take the kid out of the class and they like go and then they're in the car. <laughs> yeah, because her kid. So basically, one of the, the kid makes kind of a racist comment, which like it's racist in this universe because she refers to what I assume are reparations that were passed at some point in the past um, payments, and then um, he makes a reference to them as redfordations, which is you know a play on like the president that. You know, mm-hmm. probably, yeah, it's probably gave, meant to be mocking. Yeah, mocking. Yeah. And it's also probably associated with like something that racist people say. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Which we have a lot of that bullshit today with what people say, like a China virus, China. Yeah. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Same deal. Yeah. It's people like yeah. mocking. And, um, and then she also says in the car, because so her kid punches this other kid, basically. And then it kind of flashes forward to the car and the kid mm-hmm. in the car or. They they kind of talk about it, and then at one point, the mom, uh, what's her name again, Angela, uh-huh. she says, he's not racist, but he's off to a good start. <laughs> so that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. Yeah. Yeah, then it starts raining squids on them, which was cool. Yeah, was some like, inclement uh, weather. What? Nothing crazy. So uh, another divergence. <laughs> they just shrugged that off, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, another squid so rain. So that's another, so that's a thing where, like, you kind of, I'm sure they explain it later, but it's a it's in reference to something that happened in the comics, which uh-huh. was so before this. I'm pretty sure the main bad guy of the comics, his scheme was to bring in giant squids from another universe and like attack the the planet or something. Okay, because the whole the whole point of that was he was trying to unite everybody against the squids and make everybody have world peace. Right, that was like his whole thing. Oh, so okay. I think this is some leftover. Of residual squids. Yes. Yeah. I think this is like literally some like inclement like squid weather that they have now. Oh. I think that's what that is. That that would make sense. Yeah, which oh. I thought was cool. Like if you I know like that, it. like yeah. if you're a fan of the comic books, that's probably a really cool thing, you know? Yeah. Um so her her hero name is Night Shift. I yeah, just which I just is a cool name. That is a that's what I thought too. I was <laughs> yeah. like, that's a cool it's name. A badass name. Um so she, uh, what happens after that? Um, I can't remember actually. So um, there's a kind of a, it kind of flashes around, but basically, you know, this cop killing or this cop attack happened. The guy that got a shot didn't, didn't die yet. He's oh, in the that's hospital. right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so there's some scenes where you, it kind of introduces you to the main, like the cop leader guy. What's his, what do they call that? Like not the sheriff, but like the Judd. Captain of the Captain, yeah, Judd. Captain, Captain Judd, yeah, yeah. So he uh, he's kind of the head of the police force. He's the only policeman that doesn't wear a mask, which I thought was interesting. Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. so he just doesn't hide his identity, which obviously is kind of scary for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he uh, he basically goes to the 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 house of the the spouse of the cop that was shot, and kind of you know tells her, it, you know he's in the hospital. Um, and that's, you know, it kind of leaves it there. And then there's a, um, Angela, that's when we learn that she is night shift, that she has Mm. this like kind of alter ego costume that she puts on at night. Um, she didn't just used to be a cop. She still is technically either a cop or like a vigilante slash cop. Um, but she goes in and she busts in this guy's door, um, and basically, and throws him in her, in her trunk. Yeah. Oh, this whole scene was so good. Yeah. It was, it was so awesome. Good. Like she like suits up, like her suiting up and driving uh, out. And the music car. and yeah, yeah and the like music was the, great. I loved the uh the camera angle where like it was from a top down view of her car going uh, through that alleyway. Yeah, I was like, so dude, good. this is cool. That was like that 
it was cooler than like a lot of like a Batmobile shots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it was just a regular car, but man, it was, yeah, it, it was it, sick. And it was like, at that point you were just like, Oh, this, this show's badass, Right. Yeah, Cause it's yeah. just like, it just immediately kicks into this cool music Yeah, and the, she starts driving and uh, music in the show was really good. Um, yeah, the, uh, videography like was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was really liking it. I really like the uh, scene with the looking glass. He's the guy that wears, this is a guy that wears like a metallic mask. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, I so, didn't know that his name was looking glass. Interesting. I was, I had captions on. That, that's how I thought. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that, and it's. <laughs> Which is also a cool name. Yeah, that is a really cool name. I actually, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, is this supposed to be Rorschach? You know what I mean? Because right, he had like yeah. the mask. And I was like, oh, did Rorschach give up his old mask because this other group co-opted it basically mm-hmm. but then i then yeah i found out oh no that stuff was all in the past so that's good to know so his name is looking glass yeah so he brings in that person that she captures and he does this like an enhanced interrogation and i thought that was really cool too that was such a cool scene that I was really that. cool um into like this dome and there was like flashing uh icon- yes icon- iconography of like all the past events yeah and stuff. it was just like images yeah so basically they're both sitting in this dome facing each other he's wearing this mask that is reflective mm-hmm. um and he's just asking these series of questions really fast rapidly yeah. and he's he's basically looking at the other guy's eyes and then these images are flashing on the screen and the other guy's like sweating the camera work, like the way it kept flashing between them and like right. showing the images and like the music that was playing yeah, during and the, the way interrogation. Like, yeah. And his like face is like blending in kind of with the, with yes. the, uh, yeah, it was, uh, that was so was cool. cool. Yeah. I, and like, There's I was like, cool scenes on this you episode. Don't, and it's like, you don't see a lot of interrogation scenes where they're playing like music yeah. during it. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like being played in universe, but it's just like they, the interrogation scene had this like, kind of fast paced score to it that just made it so cool. I just yeah, loved that part. That was, that was cool. Um, I don't know how we get there, but I, I know that after that they end up at that cattle ranch. Yes. Yeah, so what happens is they basically, they leave the dome. The guy, uh, looking glass is like, he knows where oh, they that's are. Right. They got the info. Yeah. They and needed. then, um, night nope. shift yeah. does takes her turn with the interrogation basically drags oh, yeah. him down the hallway <laughs> and into this other him. room yeah, yeah and just beats the shit out of him like you don't even see the beating you just see you just hear it behind the door you just see blood coming out under the doorway yeah. which i thought was a nice touch that and then she nice. just she just walks out of the interrogation room and just goes cattle ranch <laughs> and then it cuts <laughs> that was good too yeah so then we get to, the, and I was just about to say, like, I like that because it's not like a gratuitous violence of her, like, beating him up, which you see in most shows where yes. they're just, like, punching him and shit like that. But I guess also she's supposed to be a good character, so they wouldn't want to show that. Um, but then we get to the cattle ranch, and then if you want your gratuitous violence, you get it there. Yeah. Because they show up, and these clan members are sitting there with a, what kind of weapon is that? A fully automatic uh, it was like, like a, a Gatling gun. It was gun. like a Gatling yeah. gun, yeah. Yeah. And they're out on this cattle ranch, so there's cattle everywhere, and the, the heroes are like, I don't even want to call them heroes. I, they're more like real people. They're like police officers. Yeah, they're, they're kind of vigilante, but they... But you can tell, but they're they're not vigilante in the fact that they're illegal. Uh-huh. They're like they are part of the police force. But right. yeah, they're dressed up in costumes and stuff in, yeah. a, in a way. So it's interesting. Yeah. So they're they're creeping up on the uh, clan. 
the Calvary, I should call them what they are. I mean, yeah, the cal- I mean, they're the same thing, yeah. it sounds like. And yeah. so then they start unloading those Gatling gun rounds and cattle just start blowing oh up my left gosh. and right. Which it I was... thought was interesting because it's like, you know that they planned the defense of that compound mm-hmm. and they the cattle was part of it, right? Because it's, yeah. It was, that was I felt bad for the cows. For yeah, I just felt sad the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, because they were just unloading on these cows to yeah. where the cows basically just became piles of blood and guts. Ugh. It was gross. It was, I mean, it was very realistic. Like, it looked good. Yeah. But, God damn, I don't want to see that shit. I just, yeah, those poor cows, dude. The, all cows are doing are just, they're just trying to hang out in a field. That's their entire life. Just leave them alone. Just trying to eat grass. I mean, you don't have to mow grass when you have cows. They're just doing work for you. They're yeah. giving you milk. Why you gotta? They give us. They do nothing but give. They, they do give us so much. And all we do is we lock those bitches up in a factory farm and make their lives hell. Yes. It's like, and then we it. yeah. Then we blow we them away with a Gatling gun. Yeah. Then we blow them away with a Gatling gun. It's terrible. We need to respect them a little more. Um, so we're all going vegan. Is what we wanted yeah, to announce. And we're all buying cattle, turning around. <laughs> yeah. And there will be no Gatling guns on this property. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a sign up outside that says that specifically. No Gatling guns <laughs> yeah. on this property. Just have a, like a circle with an X to it, <laughs> a line through it. Yes. No Gatling guns. We're a humane farm. Please. <laughs> we don't kill our cows <laughs> with Gatling guns. Right. Just one single bullet will do. <laughs> um, so they fight each other for a while and then they decide to like take off on a spaceship or some shit. Or, well, <laughs> so, no, so what happens is... There's a fight happening. Uh, the white supremacists, the clan, the uh, the the what are they called? The cavalry. Cavalry. Mm-hmm. They um, they have like an alarm system set up, so they see him coming. So that's how they go up there. They start blowing yeah. away these cows. Um, a couple of them are just sitting in the back of a truck shooting at him, and then two more get into an airplane and start trying to fly away in this airplane, like taking off. Yeah, and. Um, at this point, you realize that, like, so, like, basically, the people on the ground, Nightshade, and then this other guy who's, like, dressed in, like, a red suit. Uh, red is what I have as his red. name. Yeah. Okay. So, they they take out the guys on the ground, basically, and they let the uh, captain know, Captain Judd, and whoever he's with, this girl, um, I don't know her name. She also had a costume thing on. Hmm. Um rogue or something i feel like so it was something like that yeah. um but basically you don't really know where they are the whole time they're just like talking over the walkie-talkie and then um suddenly they're just the uh, uh angela's like oh they're below you and i was like wait what mm-hmm. and because the, they're in an airplane so it's like how are they below you? and then you turns out they're in that like freaking owl ship from yeah the, that was sweet the movie yeah, yeah and it's like a cool like spaceship looking thing mm-hmm. uh but it's also like it's the the paint is all police. So it's like, clearly it was based on the original owl ship. Oh. Um, and it's like, it's almost like, I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder, cause like that owl guy from the movies, I'm sure he's lived and died at this point or something. Um, and he must have like some have somehow have some connection to the police force. Cause he obviously passed off his technology to them. I see. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't, I don't remember any of that. So really? I just, so I saw just, a ship and then it shot a flamethrower and I was like, hell yeah, dude. that With, is cool. Yeah, I was expecting like some gunshots yeah. out of that thing, but when he hit that button and a freaking <laughs> flamethrower lit up that plane, I was like, that, that was, was awesome. Good. I'm just glad it made sense that it came from 
what a previous watchman because when you look at that ship you're like that thing wouldn't fly yeah it didn't <laughs> yeah, make yeah. any it there's looked, no reason that thing should fly yeah right? it looked like a spaceship <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, well then the, like, the too big which makes sense like owl nice, windshield yeah yep. owl eye windshield i was like that makes no sense yeah to me. so that's a right yeah it's it's based on this ship that this owl guy had and yeah, yeah that's why it kind of looked like an owl head yeah, it looks cool. It was a really cool. I was cool. just like, that's weird. Maybe yeah. that'll be explained later. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that where it's um, like, like I was saying at the beginning, like it's referential to the past Watchmen stuff, yes. you know? Um, so that's cool to know that it's also part of and that. To, to your point, Josh, it doesn't fly very well. <laughs> right. Yeah. They almost lost. Like yeah. Lost. <laughs> yeah. Cause like, there's like, he, he wanted to do something very basic, which was just like, like turn. Go, like, she wanted to go. He wanted to go up. Oh yeah, they yeah. did crash. She's like, I'm trying. Yeah, it was just like it was not working right. <laughs> and, and I was like, this thing can't just go up. It's like it looks like a fucking spaceship. And then yeah, yeah, and then they turn up like long enough to shoot the flamethrower, and then they just fucking crash. Yeah, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. It was good. And then yeah. they they give a there's like a minute where you think maybe the people are hurt that were inside and then they yes. they were fine they get out and everybody laughs yeah I actually, it was a good scene i liked that scene where everybody got out and they're just like laughed mm-hmm. like well shit yeah you know? are you okay yeah that's what he said to what's her name <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. i good. thought that was pretty good so then we cut over to a mansion where there's a guy who's being referred to as master in the mansion jake i know hold on jake i, I don't know see in your eyes no no you no got, okay. i don't know shit about this that's oh, why okay. that's why you saw that thing in my eye oh, i was I like i can't help something. it i can't help us here with this guy so he's getting a thigh massage um <laughs> he's fully naked he's fully naked sitting behind this typing typing behind this big when, giant table when i first saw him he when you first see him he rides out on a white horse he's a super like rich looking white guy and he's riding out from a castle and so yeah. my immediate thought was, oh, this is the leader of those white supremacists, oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but that's the immediate thought that I got because I was just like, you know what, what kind of? I bet you're right. Yeah. Because one of my notes is that he was given a gift of a watch. Oh, and that's those true. Watch in those uh, the clan guys, that's their thing is they want to collect these little yes. batteries from watches. Right. Probably him. Cause there's an earlier scene where they're like watching a message, which I thought was a really cool scene, by the way, where they're like, all the policemen are gathered in that hall. Oh yeah. That was a cool scene. Too. Yeah. And they're like watching this movie, this like that they message that they received from this, the clan or the, uh, the Calvary yeah, pretty yeah. Much a terrorist message. Yep. Yeah. And they all, and one of their things is they kept at the end, they're like tick tock, tick tock, which is their, yeah. That makes sense. The mantra, yeah. I guess. And then in the in the uh, compound, they were all throwing these watch batteries into a big bucket. Like that's what they were doing there. Yeah. Was the do you remember if the like watch stuff was so heavy in the uh, original movie? Because I mean, it sounds like very basic and simple on that on like the outside that oh yeah they are doing stuff with watches. But like watching it was cool. Like them collecting the, like all the ways that like watches played into the show. Yeah, was really cool. I don't remember that being a big part of the movie. I didn't either. And so that was nice that it was like they say TikTok. They are stealing the batteries. Mm-hmm. Like the the main guys like interested in this like luxury watch. It's very like super villainy. Yeah. But it also feels grounded in reality. So I and, like that. And you don't quite know because like this guy he's weird. He has the he has dinner. Like mm-hmm. basically it, when it shows him, he's like naked in his chair, he's getting a thigh massage. And then th- these two really weird, like service people, like uh, 
butlers or whatever you'd call them, a maid and a butler mm-hmm. come in and they're like, well, you know, it's your anniversary. And then they lead him in to have dinner. Um, and then his dinner, I don't know if you noticed this, but his cake was shaped like a squid. Oh, I was start, I couldn't figure out what that was. Yeah, that makes okay. Yes. And he so, tried to cut it with a horseshoe. That was, yeah, that's what where it made hell? me think like, is he in like some sort of simulated world and these guys are robots or something? You know Might what I mean? Be. Cause it's like, how did that happen? Yeah. He had two servants there working for him. And yeah. yeah, it was a it was odd scene. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. It yeah. was interesting. Um so what happens after that? We get into basically there's a lot of cutting in this show yep. which I am fine with. Like I liked it. It kept me interested, but goddamn it's hard to take notes when it's yeah. just like boom 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 uh, boom. I boom. definitely was pausing. Every time I was like I want to take a note, I had to pause it. You know what? Before I started watching that I was like, I'm just going to get in bed and watch this. I don't need to pause. <laughs> and then, nope. of course, it was just like so content heavy. Yeah. Um, but there's the dinner party with Judd, who's the police chief. Everybody calls him chief. Um, chief, that's right. Not captain, chief. He uh, does cocaine during this, which is kind of like, oh, okay, I don't know what. Oh, he does? I missed that. Yeah, he like goes that. off to the side and does some coke and then comes back. <laughs> okay. And every- I missed that completely. Yeah. Man, that must have been a really quick thing. Well, two two characters actually says something to him too, like about it being on his nose. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For some reason, that just went completely by me. Yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter too much now, considering True. his fate. Yeah. Um, but I so thought that dinner scene. So I'm trying to remember. This he is sings the same Oklahoma. Yes, that scene to the kids and stuff. Yeah. He. Uh, it was very interesting that to me that scene because like. I was feeling very nervous that entire scene. Yeah, something about it was off. Yeah, and it, I think it was because the show did a really good job of, t- of letting you know that these guys, they protect their identities, they're in danger at any point. This crazy mm-hmm. terrorist organization could, like, you know, open fire on their house or something. So I was like, the whole time I was like, that's going to happen, that's going to happen, oh my God, that's going to happen. <laughs> um, luckily, that didn't happen, but... Yeah. So the uh, chief decides to go out... Um, he gets a call or something and he goes out to answer it. He's driving along and his tires pop on his car. Someone to put a spike trap down, gets out of the car. Um, then we cut back to Angela night shift who is like, Oh, we got to go help him. Um, I thought the headboard thing was cool where she got her gun. Oh yeah. That was she like lays in bed and then pushes the headboard and a gun pops out. Yeah. That was, I was cool. Like, That's cool. Um, so she goes down and she finds Chief hanging. The second show in a row we've watched where there was a lynching. Yep. Which is kind of crazy. That is kind of crazy. Um, and the boy from the beginning of the show was there in a wheelchair um, next to the Chief. And that is the episode. Yeah. It just kind of fades to this music that's playing and that's uh it said something to do with judd kept saying judd in the music mm-hmm. oh yeah that song that was made i'm gonna guess was made for this you think so okay i, I didn't I know made if it a was note like, to look it up yeah i wonder if it's from oklahoma because i've never seen yeah it might be it could be a song from it's oklahoma probably from something else but that reference. was pretty good though yeah it was a really good ending yeah i liked it and made me want to watch more and so we can probably get into our final thoughts about watchmen for me, obviously, I liked it a lot. I do actually want to watch more. I went into this thinking I was not going to like it yeah. because I'm getting pretty tired of the anti-hero superheroes. But this didn't feel superhero-y to me. It just felt like um, it felt almost like a little like a 
timepiece or like a documentary style. Like it felt real. It felt more real than most of these other shows. It felt like an, yeah, it just felt like an interesting world to me that I want to see more of. And it felt like a world where you'd probably see a lot of white supremacists get killed. And I'm cool (laughs) with that. (laughs) Uh, So I would, you know, it's the same reason I played those like, um, Wolfenstein games was because those games were about killing modern day Nazis. And I was just like, yeah, well, I'll watch a show about killing Nazis. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was very into it. I thought it was very interesting. It had a lot of really good, um, it just had, it left a lot open at the end of that first episode that I want to know. I want to know all the answers to all that stuff. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I'm going to keep watching it. They, they turn around and at the end, you remember that, that old guy, Mm-hmm. The guy, the boy from the beginning, he he was that same guy in front of her store. He was like, you think I can yes. carry 200 pounds? And then he's standing there. It's like, well, now yeah. you know more. Because he <laughs> set up that dinner like, oh, we're all cool with the cap. In the beginning, you're like, is that Captain Cool? Is it Captain Cool? And then they try to keep making you believe. Oh, no, he is cool. And then they have the dinner. Yeah, he's got to be cool. They're all sitting around the dinner. Boom. So now I have to watch more. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he must have been a bad guy, right? That's, I guess so. That's why he was lynched by the, because uh, you you know yeah. the kid is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, and that's what you later have to figure out. So and he could have been like an inside guy or something. Cause and I I have a note of what that kid said at the beginning of the show because he doesn't say much, right? And he says something like, um, he repeats whatever the sheriff says about justice, and so that makes me think. He knew uh, that the the chief was doing something yeah. unjust, and he took out took the law into mm-hmm. his own hands. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. And then the other thing is like uh, just a kind of small tidbit that kind of tips the hat a little bit is when he's leaving. Um, he's he's obviously had a lot to drink, and his wife says you shouldn't drive. Yep. Yeah. And he um, he says, "Oh, I'll have one of the guys out front drive me." And then he immediately doesn't do that. He just drives himself. So yeah. it's like I don't like I didn't even believe that he was really going to the hospital. You know, like I think he was going somewhere else. Yeah. So he um, basically, I think we've deduced he was a bad guy, even though he was played up to be mostly like the heroish type guy yes. throughout the show. So that was a good show. Yeah, it's good. I, I think we're all probably going to watch more of it. So. I definitely probably will. All right. Well, let's take a little break. And when we come back, we will talk about the show we are going to be watching next week. Yep. We'll be back. So, the show we're going to be watching next week, Titans. What do we know about it? Josh, what do you know about it? Oh, man. Uh, I, I already don't know much about just the Titans and comics in general. Now, Raven and Beast Boy are in there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's about the extent of what I know. So, it's Teen Titans. Well, I think the show is just called Titans. Yeah. Based on Teen Titans. So is it like, do you know if it's, are they Teen Titans in it? Or are they like past teens now? Uh, I mean, I I know looking at the trailer and stuff, they're all young. That helps. Are you asking, are they teenagers? Yeah, I'm just wondering, is it it like post Teen Titans? Now they're just going to call themselves Titans. That's why maybe it's called Titans. Yeah. Or maybe because Teen Titans is already taken. True. By the show, the show Teen Titans. Well, they could have just done what what they all do, which is just call it the Teen Titans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. So that'd be interesting to see. Yeah. I guess our third you, hero movie. Yeah. Our show. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's a lot of what's out there right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so we've been lucky though, because I feel like we've been watching mostly good ones. Mm, mostly. Yes. Doom Patrol is supposed to be good. I think we just. The first episode was Doom great. Patrol, yeah. I w- it Doom makes its way into every episode so far. <laughs> Dude, we Doom, where are we so talking much? about Doom Patrol for 100 episodes? Yeah. Uh, 
it's Doom Patrol interested me enough <laughs> where uh, I would believe that it got good later. Yeah, yeah. So my uh, history of Teen Titans, I watched Teen Titans uh, growing up and I liked the show. So, um, but I don't know how much it's going to be referenced in this show. I don't know anything about this show. And honestly, when I saw it was live action, I was kind of like not super interested in it. Yeah. I think this is going to be one of those superhero shows, like like a Marvel type superhero like show. Like the kind that are on like the CW? Yeah. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's overly corny That's what I'm superhero. expecting. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Do you guys, okay, so I was about to ask, do you like those kind of no, no, okay. No, do not. Did this one get good reviews? Anyone already checked previously? I have not looked up yeah. anything about this. I haven't. So we're going in cold. Okay. Completely no, no previous cold. bias or anything. No, um, not even like with Watchmen. I had some previous like knowledge just from Twitter and stuff, but from this, I have nothing. I might dislike it more just because I liked Teen Titans, but yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't like a huge Teen Titan fan or anything. It was just kind of like, oh, this is on. I'll watch this. That's kind of my, yeah, I watched Teen Titans a bit too, and that's that's what my experience was with it. Yeah. Have you uh, <laughs> have you seen, um, I feel like Teen Titans today has a very uh, uh, sexual following. Like anytime I see Teen Titan content on like Twitter, it's always like yeah. a bit gratuitous no i know you what see, you mean <laughs> do you see that i need you to be more specific because uh, i don't get what you well mean. yeah i'll you send you a link up, to here, my twitter open up That's, private. i'm the one repo- retweeting it all yeah open up the private browser real quick yeah okay um yeah i've seen that a lot okay. your your deviant art your deviant, deviant arts art, yes of, yeah. yeah i think it's um what is it starfire it's very horny that's yes. the word I'm looking for. <laughs> I think that's what you're avoiding saying yes yeah well i wasn't avoiding i was just uh, trying i don't know not if the show is horny Oh, that was my dog. Someone's getting horned up. <laughs> my dog heard horny, and he's yeah. like, hey, "I'm here." <laughs> um, the, <laughs> I think, so the, uh, I don't know if it's the show that's horny or if it's just the fan base. That's I think it's horny. a fan base. That's horny. Yeah, I think it's just the fan base. God, horny it's fan got those bases. two girl. It's got the two. It's got Raven. Uh, my God, didn't you say it's Teen Titans? Oh God, I didn't even think about that. Yeesh. <laughs> Hey, uh, this is just what we see. It's not us. We're <laughs> yeah, saying we're what not we've seen on the internet, okay? <laughs> but if you uh, are interested. Gosh. Yeah. Um, I've seen that shit just on my Twitter feed. That's just what I'm like, saying. Yeah. yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. So I know what you mean. So yeah, I think everybody's horny for it's... the teen, for the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So if you want to say people are too horny for these teen Titans, why do I see so much My Little Pony shit? everywhere too you know what i mean <laughs> right like it's like but they're, they're all like a thousand years bases. old or something or something like that right what oh that oh i didn't know the lore as well <laughs> yeah. as oh the i mean i didn't know the lore either but uh i right. think i don't know actually i mean i think applejack's a little older than a thousand but yeah I, twilight sparkles the i think one. what it is is like She's what, the I, I think what we're seeing on the <laughs> internet is we're seeing a bunch of <laughs> I we're, I'm just gonna say it. We're seeing a bunch of horse, uh, horny teenagers that grew up with this show, and they're still oh, horny about it. They're and they're just it. they're drawing pictures about it and they're that's posting what it everywhere. Is, man. Yeah, that's these people that grew up watching like My Little Pony. I don't feel like <laughs> I don't. I, I a don't lot know. of people didn't grow up watching My Little that's Pony. That's what I'm. That's people, where I'm leaning. Yeah. yeah, it's like I think a lot of these people that are, are into it got into it when they're older. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so hey, I'm not going to shame you. Do your thing. No, like, If you like fine. it, you like it. 
Yeah. But <laughs> we, we won't kink shame here. We won't kink shame. <laughs> but but he, I am seeing a lot of horny horses and Teen Titans online. Yes. It's a horny fan base. Sonic, uh, the Sonic fan base is horny too. Yes. It's all these kids shows are super horny. What's... It's, yeah, it's that, it's those borderline freaking teenage, teenage shows into adult shows that are, that people get horny over. It's Sonic. Oh God. Just don't go on DeviantArt. Yeah. Just don't go on DeviantArt. Just don't go online, really. Yeah. Just avoid Twitter. Avoid people who post their DeviantArt stuff on yeah. Twitter. Go to <laughs> go to Facebook and get <laughs> radicalized. It's a safer path. So it'll be interesting if they try it to see if this show play, plays into the horniness at all. Yeah. You know what? Uh-oh. Now that you bring it up. Here we go. Because <laughs> I was talking about like the fan base is horny. Uh-huh. You know, the, the TV the show is horny, thing? too. Because I see a clip on TikTok every once in a while uh-huh. of, um, I think it's Robin talking to either Starfire or somebody else. Uh-huh. And I forget the exact lines, but basically they make a freaking like we've slept together joke. Oh. Like, uh, like Robin says something and then the girl, uh, Starfire, I think it was, like responds like, oh, we shouldn't share that or something like that. But it's just like a super like very clear yeah. Uh, horny joke. So <laughs> now that you say that, I think they are egging that on with that show. They're promoting the horniness. Yes. I think they are playing into it. Well, I'm glad we got to the fucking bottom of this shit. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, I just hope someone counts how many times you guys said horny. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the word and then that's weird out, baby. <laughs> that's right. Well, I'm glad we got that taken care of. <laughs> I'm glad we got that off our chest. All right, so that's the next show we're watching? Uh, yes. Yes. We're coming into that one very horny. Yeah, we're watching Horny Titan or uh, uh, Titans. Yeah, uh, teen, teen Horny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on HBO. Oh, my God. So we're going to see. Oh, another point. I saw there was a ass shot in um, shot of a guy's ass. I think every show we've seen, there's been a shot of a guy's ass. Well, that's just an HBO thing. Yeah. So yeah. There's always see an ass. HBO. You're that's why have... it's not Teen Titans because they got to be able to show a guy's ass. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, are we about to watch a porn? Is that what this is going to be? Yeah, all are acting. What like do you we think, Josh? <laughs> Josh is over there, like, mm, yeah, we are. I'm just, I'm just the editor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that ought to wrap it up for this episode of Binger Cringe. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you on a very horny episode next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.